This here is the Big Kahuna, and I hit dingers, and you're listening to the Fantasy Blink. Well, it almost rhymed. Welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus. It is Monday, February 28th, episode number 466. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> I'm, trying to I'm, keep... I'm trying to sneak up on the week. Okay. Can right. you hear me? I'm trying yeah. to sneak up loud, on the week. Loud and clear. We can hear you loud and clear. Come after me. Oh, no. Sneak up on the week. Keep, 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 the, keep the weekend going. You want to keep the weekend going, huh? Good. It, was that, it was that good, huh? Everybody. No, oh. it was just I didn't want to, you know, have that Monday and know oh. I was around, ready to get me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No one knows Wham. what I mean, right? It Come on, it's Monday. Monday. Here it is. Uh, everybody, everybody lives oh, for God. Monday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's actually Sundays for me. You know, Sunday evening. We've talked about this before. Sunday evening is when the real party ends. It's not really even Monday morning. Yeah. Sunday evening with that whole oh, <laughs> back to work tomorrow. The reality of Monday hits hard on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like That's during the party when people start cleaning up. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or uh, like, at the restaurant, Stop at the restaurant when we turn, yeah, we're at the restaurant when we turn the music off. Yeah, like that's that, it. That that not, not so subtle hint that we are closed. You need to go now. Yes, yes. We uh, we, we tried something uh, last Wednesday. We had a, a very loud, obnoxious group of guys that you know. Uh, we we determined that they hadn't necessarily. Uh, had too much to drink but they just were were enthusiastic and really wanted to yeah. to, to talk and they were really really loud and you could hear them uh reverberating throughout the <laughs> restaurant and we and we tried a little experiment we thought well maybe maybe the music's just too loud and if we turn the music down yeah. then their voices will come down with it and sure enough yeah uh, it, it worked for a minute worked for a minute and we thought oh this is great yeah we just needed to turn the music down and they because they were just trying to talk over the music turns right. out they weren't just trying to talk they were trying to talk over each other yeah uh, not over the music so yeah it, it kind of worked for a second but it was it was yeah. extra funny because uh um uh, your mama and i were both working that night and somebody at the table was named was clearly named brian oh and, yes and another person at the table was must have been at the other end of the table or something because he was having all kinds of trouble getting his attention because all night we got to listen to, Hey, Brian, Hey, Brian, Hey, Brian, Hey, Brian. And both of us are turning around and looking and then, we're, then we look yep. at each other and just start laughing. And it just, that's right. Brian that's Jackson. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. Yo mama's B Jack, the silver yeah. wolf. Yeah. Or silver Fox. That's what it is. Silver, silver Fox. Fox. The silver Fox. Yeah. And so, I, uh, I've you know. sent him some trade offers. We've had some good back and forth so far. Good. It's been fun. Good. 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 Yeah. That's what it's all about. Of, how about right? this? No. How about this? No. No. All right. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, man. So it was a good Keep... weekend then, huh? Not bad. Not bad. 
yeah uh, yeah you know worked saturday and rested yesterday uh nice got, got done what i needed to get done and uh big big day today uh junior junior starts golf this morning or this afternoon nice. so there we, we got, go we got uh kind of looking over his schedule and trying to figure out exactly how it's going to work because he has uh school until about 3 15 or so and then he has golf from four to six thirty, and he has water polo from six oh, to seven thirty, and you know there's this overlap there, and and then oh uh, man, and, and, and that's on the good night, right? That's the good night. That's Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, and on Tuesday and Thursday he has uh, the same routine. Maybe a little. It seems like he gets out of school a little bit earlier, but then he has golf from four to six thirty, and then he has water polo from seven thirty to nine. So wow. Um, what yeah, so day. he's so he's trying to figure out first of all how he's going to remember where he needs to be when, and this is like fourteen hours of nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's we'll, a marathon. We'll see, we'll see how it works out. We'll see how he doesn't have any goes. social life, right? Apparently none. I mean, this is well, how all, girlfriends all his, are done. All, all, all his socializing is done during golf or water polo or school. That's cool, man. <laughs> And uh, he yeah, couldn't be good and exhausted by the end of the week. I, I'm thinking, yeah, all, all the while, yeah, absolutely. I mean, his uh, solid grade point average, uh, <laughs> right? He'll be in the best shape of his life, but you know, hopefully, yes. he won't yeah. look back and think yeah. there was anything he was missing out on. Exactly. We all yeah. have those things that we look back it's, and go, "Man, I wish I would have scheduled that a bit differently." Yeah. It's good for him, though. I, I've always, yeah, I've always contended that a tired kid is a is a happy kid, is a kid that's not in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's very true as well. Not going to be a whole lot of time to get in trouble in that schedule. So You know, and right. sports does keep you out of trouble, you know? Yeah. Big it, time. it tries to, yeah, it tries to, as long as you don't go looking for it, I suppose. There's always trouble to be found if you, if you look. Yeah, <laughs> there's always <laughs> trouble. I knew people for some reason that were, like, when I was on the football team, that still like they weren't really focused on football they were just there because it was cool to be a football player in their mind and they weren't there to like play the the game they were there to like talk about how much they could drink on the weekends or whatever (laughs) and as a a meeting place to set up the weekend yeah yeah yeah. and those guys you know you know their lives are much harder than they should be at, at this point, because they, they have uh, they've made some decisions that were questionable. They're, starting they're still, back then, you know, fifteen. In that mindset, some of them, you know, a couple sense. of them have pulled out of that, but for the most part, yeah, you know, once you start that early, it's a it's a hard routine to get out of. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Making good decisions. We could talk about this all Man, day. yeah, let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons and making good decisions. <laughs> Kahuna's been waiting for this one for a while, and we, <laughs> we, finally, we finally moved off of the last-place teams, and we're now moving into the second-to-last-place teams, and that takes us to the 7-10 and 10, uh, Atlanta Falcons. 7-10. And, and and just, just looking over their roster, man, oh, man. This is yeah. interesting. So obviously, quarterback, uh, they're, they're set for at least maybe two more years. It, 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 Ryan's under contract for two more years at thirty million dollars a year. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, it's a budget deal. It's a budget, okay. And then you move to the running back position where they have Mike Davis under contract for one more year at two point seven five million. And then the other, the only other running back I could find that I recognized the name was Quadre Olison, who's under contract also for one more year at 850000 
That's not bad. What's their uh, What's their situation like? I mean, what's the? I mean, obviously, right now without Calvin Ridley and without really takeaway Cordell Patterson, who's a free agent, pits. right? So yeah, so, so he could be where, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And this, I mean, I know we'll get to all this, but really, let's just look first of all at the at the broad strokes of this team. Um, there's no one on this team really, other than Pitts, probably worth owning in fantasy football right now. Because Ridley doesn't play, and if Corderell is a free agent, and, I mean, and, and Russell Gage is a free agent, and every other wide receiver. So let's just—they don't have a star, is what just, I'm yeah, saying. So, so Ridley is still under contract for yep. one more year at two point seven two five million a year. Okay, uh, and your next wide receiver, and I honestly, uh, I did, don't recognize the name, but the next the, the next wide receiver they have under contract is Frank Darby. Uh, he, is wow. under, he is under contract until 2025 at 921000 per season. And then it goes to Kyle Pitts, who is uh, under contract till 2026 at $8.2 And you want to talk about what these high draft picks cost you. Yeah, they do. Wow, they do. $8.2 uh, and, and granted, he's going to be worth it. He's fine. Pitts is going to be awesome. He is uh, – probably going to be the cornerstone of that franchise for years to come right uh yeah but 8.2 million for a second year tight end which you, you, that it's unheard of you don't <laughs> you don't ever i mean there are there are probably um 28 27 rosters that don't pay any tight end eight right. million dollars right right so, exactly so. well you know we can take this into perspective let's go back two years uh, in maybe three years and say that Matt Ryan is a top 10 fantasy quarterback, Julio Jones. Um, you had Calvin Ridley was a rookie probably yeah. or right there. Up and, and coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up and coming. And you had um, let's say Hayden Hurst, maybe I think there was another tight end there that was good, but then you also have um, Devonta Freeman and yeah. Tevin Coleman and you had this formidable ish offense. And it seems like, when it started coming undone with the injury uh, injuries of Devonta Freeman and the lack of playing time by Julio Jones and injuries, you start thinking the GM and front office didn't react fast enough. They didn't get, they didn't make moves. Now I will hand it to teams like the Rams where they have a plethora of stars, right? I mean, they have five times the stars that, that the Falcons have just because they keep like making those moves to keep, good players on the field and it feels like the falcons kind of gms were just probably on vacation out there in south carolina or wherever they all go to just kind of chill out a little bit while the team had some injuries and they or, have never or, gone back or or were they being fired or you know was there turnover in there i know obviously the, the coaching staff has turned did oh, the gm man, yeah. did the gm turn in there as well so maybe that's part of it as they you know have been in that and they did try to talk early yeah, they yeah. did try out Todd Gurley. But, I mean, you really just have to think, like, how – even as a new GM, if today I handed you the keys to the kingdom, what are you going to do to get, like, two or three stars on that team? It's Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, they have a great history. They have good pedigree. They have, like, a great owner. I think Arthur Blank's one of the coolest yeah. owners in football. Great, great place to come and live and play, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would just think that that they would have more star power than they do. Well, it gets better because they are $7.3 million over the salary cap as well. With, <laughs> Great. With, with all this lack of talent, I, 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 it must be 
has to be on the defensive side of the ball, or maybe yes. they're paying maybe they're paying guys that aren't playing anymore. Maybe they're maybe Bobby Bonilla was a <laughs> was an Atlanta Falcon at some point. But how do you have you mean so, Julio Jones? <laughs> yeah, how do, how do you have so little talent yeah, yeah. on the offensive side of the ball and yet be seven million over the cap? Yeah, and that's really the thing. I do know that they had you go back again three years. Their defense had dudes like, uh, let's see, Deion Jones, Keanu, oh, what was his name? Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal, yeah. I mean, they had these guys that were going to be like Marcus uh, Trufant, right? Uh, They had some dudes that you were like, these are stars. They had some legitimate up-and-comers, and there were injuries, and they didn't get back to where they were, and maybe coaching style changed. Who knows what, but they just weren't as productive. This is kind of a sad situation because this is unlike any other team we've talked about. Okay. All the other teams we talked about are losing teams. Okay. Yeah. They're pretty much losers. I mean, all but the Seattle Seahawks. The... Yeah. And losing, but, but have a pathway, right? They have money under the cap. They have right. good, good draft picks coming up. They have some talent to build their teams around. But right? we've talked about every, historically every bad one teams. of those teams, right? Yeah. 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 The Falcons are not historically bad. They're historically mediocre, maybe. Yeah. They're historically, yeah. like, right there, but not able to get the job done. I cannot believe, if you look back, I cannot believe they were in the Super Bowl, number one. And I cannot believe that they failed when they had the lead in the Super Bowl like they did. 28-3. Okay. You or I could have won that game with kneel downs. But, no, they didn't waste any clock. They didn't control the game. But, that being said, I mean, they've been in a huge slump. Since the Super Bowl, yeah, and yeah, they definitely. I mean that 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 uh, Super Bowl loser jinx. They've been uh, t- taking it over for several teams afterwards, right? So uh, they've been right. saying, "Hey, hey, you lost the Super Bowl last year, no problem. We'll take the jinx for you again this year." And you know, <laughs> true, uh, you, you go ahead and go about your business, and uh, you know, keep on rolling. We'll yeah. we'll take the jinx for you, right? They've been carrying that pretty much since. Uh, since that loss so so you're saying they're more like carrier pigeons instead of falcons uh, yeah yeah that's probably yeah, prob- that's like probably this. fitting so if you look at their <laughs> if you look at the draft picks right they have uh the eighth pick overall uh lots of scuttlebutt in, in reading about this that there are um plenty plenty of quarters that will come up and say we'll take that eighth pick off your hand and give you say you know, this pick and this pick, which would not right. be a bad plan for a team that's under the salary cap squeeze, right? You can yeah. move yourself back, say, to maybe you move your back self back to 15 and 20 or something like that in the first right. round. And uh, you can get still get studs, but you don't have to pay them as much. And yeah. you, you get two for the price of one, essentially. Uh You know, they're in that they're in that tricky spot, right? We, we're going to need a quarterback soon. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely are. And this is where obviously 2023 is supposed to have this amazing, you know, draft class. Um, keep again, keep your eye on Quinn Ewers. This guy is, what is he, sophomore now maybe? Maybe he's a freshman now. I don't know. This is one of those guys that could be, uh, you know, it's just one of those game-changing kind of guys that maybe they get uh, later in the rounds, but I am still sold and have been, and you hear us talk about it way too much on the show here that get out of those top five picks and get three or four or five or whatever picks and get some players and, and build a team that can compete, but also put some of those third round guys on the field and see what they can do. 
Yeah, they, they 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 are lacking in talent. They need talent at the running back position. They need talent at the wide receiver position. They need offensive line help. Well, they need, I think their know. line's pretty decent. I think they have an okay line. I would want to say it's a top twenty line, which okay. is rare. But I think so you can so you can build around that then. I so. think I mean Matt Ryan is the least mobile quarterback now that Tom Brady is gone. Um, I, I think I think that. Uh, he's not sacked as much as Russell Wilson. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that their offensive line probably is okay. Maybe one, one or two picks on O-linemen, maybe, maybe. But most of these teams need five or six picks at O-line, you know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe they can, maybe they can get some offensive playmakers, find these new young guys. And to, to really talk about something that's a very thing, very close to my heart uh, conversation would be the Calvin Ridley thing. This is an amazing dude, an amazing wide receiver. Okay. Calvin Ridley, we saw what he could do on the football field, but he is having to battle through anxiety, through uh, panic attacks, depression, things like this. And that has to be number one in his life. And I applaud him for stepping away. I hope that he can manage this stuff and get this, his mental health back on track and can get back out on that football field because we all know this is a true fact that if you are going through some of those things and you isolate yourself, it can make those things worse. Yeah. Sometimes uh, being part of the team and being around the guys and just talking about the issues can really help uh, open the conversation and to uh, help rehab through those yeah. things mentally, yeah. you know, occupy your time. It, it uh, you know, engages you in it engages you in life. Right. Exactly. In of, yeah. In terms of responsibilities and, you know, um, so I'm hoping he's back, back soon. Yeah, I hope uh, they need him. Nice, it, it would be <laughs> nice to see him come back in in a, an Atlanta Falcons uniform. There's been talk that you know they might look to trade him. Yeah, uh, just has one year left on the contract. So, um, and and he needs he needs Pitts, and Pitts needs him, and the Falcons <laughs> need both of them to be able to play off of each other because. Uh, you know, Pitts is only going to be as good as the wide receivers that they can put around him to not end up getting covered by three guys. Absolutely. Uh, which, yep. which will kill his value. So, yeah, uh, yeah. hopefully Ridley can get in there. So they have the eighth pick overall. They've got the 43rd pick uh, in the second round. They also have another second rounder at 58. They have uh, number 74 in the third round. They have 106 in the fourth, 136 in the fifth, and 171 in the sixth. So nice. two, four, six, seven, seven draft picks, and you know a, a pretty good one there in the first round that I that I think they can do something with. Um, you know, I think if, if they want to get try to get a quarterback for the future, I think this is the year to get that guy in the third or fourth round. Okay, uh, nice. And and you know see what you get. See if see if you can get a Russell Wilson. See if you get a. Tom Brady or, uh, you know, something along that, the later, the Dak Prescott's, the later, the later round draft picks that, you know, maybe are. There are more of, there are more of than we're talking about. That's for sure. Uh, There are more guys that, you know, came out and are serviceable quarterbacks. There's also the idea that maybe they have, maybe it's possible to trade Matt Ryan. You know, if Matt Ryan went over to the Steelers, maybe, and they got like a fifth round pick or something for him. And they were able to then uh, get somebody who is a serviceable backup for a year or so, you know, like kind and, of how Washington and, did. And, with and, shed, and shed a whole bunch of that money. Yeah, and exactly. And again, if, if 23 is going to be the class of quarterbacks again, you know, maybe it's not 
it stings, but maybe it's not the worst thing to be, uh, you know, lousy for another year and, and yeah. work, work your way up there. Not that, not that anybody would want to tank for, uh, no, that doesn't happen for in a, the NFL for a, for, for a draft position. But you know, the, the thought had occurred to me that maybe, uh, <laughs> this is a, a 2022 lost cause. I know Kahuna doesn't want to hear that, but, right. um, just looking at the level of talent that I'm seeing, you know, when, when your kicker is one of your highest paid players. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's a, um, a problem. How about this? Uh, you know, do you think that in that uh, new coach interview, one of the questions was, hey, if we need you to lose a game, are you capable of doing that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just how far will you go for the team? Yeah, you know, I mean, if there's a scenario where, uh, you know, losing is the best option for the franchise, is that something that you're capable of doing? And, and can you lead your men in that? Let's just let's just think about this. It's Picture yourself. It's week 18, and uh, you've won two games all season. And the Jaguars have also won two games, but they play – but you play them, the Jaguars. Right. Do you think uh, you can lose this game? Can you imagine both teams like bring out their punter to be quarterback and like their O linemen are all just like laying down on the job? And... We we had a COVID outbreak this morning that beats all. Yeah, everyone just quits. Everybody's done. Can you imagine if both teams would do this? If both teams went into the game trying to lose the game, right? And it was, you know, let's say you get next year, you would get like I don't know, someone like the Andrew Luck pick or like the Trevor Lawrence pick, you know. So yeah. you really got to do this right, you know. You've really got to lose this game. It's like very important. And, and, and who can who can do it the best while looking like they're not trying to oh, lose the game, but, but totally trying to lose the game? That would so be funny. A, a comical way to end the season. In fact, would in fact would probably get the best ratings out of any uh, double last place team matchup in Week 18 that we've ever seen. Be so fun. <laughs> it, it'd be even more fun if they eliminated ties altogether and they had to do this like go from the 10, go from the 20 like thing in overtime. You're going to stay out zeros. here and you're going to play this thing till it's done. Yeah. One of you is going to score. The commissioner has to fly in, has to have a conversation at the fourth overtime. Yeah. Guys, pulling listen. Pulling everybody to the midfield and, and uh, Roger takes a knee. Everybody takes a knee. Roger's got a little pep talk for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking, I mean, of we... pep, speaking of pep talks, pep, pep talks, Major League Baseball and, and its players, and you need to have a pep talk because I Jeez. think today, today is like the – the deadline that the owners are saying, hey, if we don't get it settled by today, then we're going to start chopping games off of the season. Um, and it doesn't appear to me that they really moved a whole lot over the weekend. So yeah, it's it like we're going to be losing some baseball games, which really you know, is a bummer. When I was a fan of baseball in the 90s, uh, and it seemed like Major League Baseball did not want the Atlanta Braves to win, who were clearly the best team in baseball for the 90s mostly, um, this is what happens when the Braves win the World Series. The whole thing <laughs> melts. It's apocalyptic. Yeah, it just melts the whole infrastructure of Major now League Now we know why they didn't want them to win. It right, they would do now. everything to try to keep yeah. them from winning. I mean – I mean, maybe we can just have some scab baseball. Like, let's go. Let's see some dudes that can just show up on the street and play some ball out there on these pro fields. Yeah. Like, let's have a game of it. You know, forget these guys. I could care less, to be very honest. 
Um, this is where I am in my baseball fandom right now. I could care less the human being that's on the field. Let's play a game and let's play a game to its core. Let's quit the, all the BS and garbage that baseball's become. And let's see if a random dude can throw a ball past a random batter and that random batter can get to first base and then maybe steal a base because the random pitcher is not trained in pickoff moves. I mean, let's see if we can get real baseball back. Like I would, I would rather pay to see Sandlot baseball than the product that they put on the field nowadays that has every single percentage point worked out in the dugout on a computer, basically and brainiacs around the world scrambling to figure out how to get hits and wins and outs. I'd rather see the game played like how kids used to play it. Yeah. That's uh, what I want to see. So where, where are you at on uh, Universal DH? Uh, I am absolutely uh, – here's the thing. I don't understand why pitchers can't hit, for one. They know what's coming. They know how it works. They know how it looks. Pitchers should theoretically be the better hitters on the team, right? They know yeah. what these pitches look like. They've spent so many times throwing them. Uh, you would think they could hit better than they do, but I'm tired of the easy out. I don't yeah. want pitchers ever to bat. I, and to be honest, by the way, I don't want a lot of the major league baseball players that are great defensive players. I don't want them to bat either, by the way, because if you can't bat over 250, I do not want to see you ever step to the plate again. <laughs> get to get out of here. Just there should be a here. cutoff. There should be a, all, there should be able to be, let's say seven DHs able to play on your team. And there's a cutoff <laughs> in like June. If you're not batting 250 by June, <laughs> you don't get it. to bat anymore. You just don't get to bat. It. It's a waste. You get these guys up there swinging away, Chris Davis. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you know, I just yeah, want to so see you real would, baseball. And, and you, you think about how that would affect the contracts, right? Mm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah. Uh, we would love to pay you more, but uh, we really can only use you as a center fielder. Yeah, uh, it's about all your worth. Because you're, unfortunately, because you're at 248, uh, yeah. you know. We, you don't so, get to bat. So you get half. You, yeah. you get half, right? You get so, to split it with that guy over there. Yeah, that I got, I got, I got to give the other half to this dude that that, that can't play a lick of center field, but man, right. can he hit the ball, right? He's, yeah, he, he's at two seventy eight, so he's got your spot. And uh, you know, when you can uh, show that you can get back up to the the two fifty mark, <laughs> yeah, you I mean, can have your spot back. Really, we we've seen baseball grow itself into a broken, greedy system. The system of baseball is so greedy that not only the uh, going all over the world to find the cheapest ball players, but now this kind of shenanigans that we're seeing, the ridiculousness of the contract holdouts and the, and the owners not wanting to pay players and all this. I mean, this should be yeah, the, 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 easy. Whole ser- the whole service time thing is a mess. Yeah, this um, should be but, easy. <laughs> it yeah. should really be you play the game. The best and- player that gets on the field when they're, yeah. you know, yeah. But also, I mean, here's what I do think. Like, here's where pro football has the advantage, okay? They have one one area they draw from, and that is college football, basically, okay? So they get college football. Maybe there's some un- unsigned free agents out there that get to try to make a team or whatever. But baseball has so many other leagues, right? There's leagues all over the world connected to pro baseball and the minor leagues and college baseball and you have basically, I don't know, each team might be in control of 500 guys, maybe yeah. more. So how do you sift through 30 outfielders, just maybe just 30 left fielders, to see which one should be your starting 
left fielder. Well, then what happens when you have a guy who hits 30 home runs but bats 220? Mm-hmm. Well, you want to pay him because maybe he had 90 RBIs. So you give him this $20 million a year contract, but then his batting average gets worse and worse, Bryce Harper. You yeah. know, this is this he, is kind of a yeah. weird deal that you're paying guys based on a partial stat, you know? Yeah. yeah. I hate it. It's all broken. It's all broken to me. Baseball well, hasn't figured it, out. And, and it's non-existent as of yeah. right now. So Not we'll, do we'll it. see. I mean, they're supposed to be – they're supposed to be getting ready. They're, they should be kicking off actual spring training games right about now, um, coming yeah. up here in the next few days, and that's not going to happen. They've already, you know, the writing's on the wall for that stuff. So we'll see if they can work something out in the in the short term. If not, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I, I feel like the longer they go, uh, you know, the less chance that one of them's going to give in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and here back to back to our topic of the day. Do you know who is the biggest loser in all of this? The Atlanta Braves. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the the champs. Right? The Atlanta Braves are the most stacked, young, like flashy, fun to watch baseball game baseball team in the game. Okay. And if this season doesn't happen or it doesn't happen correctly, that's just losing that talent, that availability, that potential. The, the Braves could theoretically rip off four or five in a row without going and buying it like the Dodgers try to do every year. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd got, hate they, to see it. They've got decisions to make, too, with Freddie Freeman and some other free agents that are still <clears throat> still up in the air uh, for them. But, yeah, they are a talented young team that uh, appears to be built uh, for years to come. So, yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they get obviously screwed by this and their fans that <laughs> – <laughs> we yeah. through all the Bobby Cox years and all of that to, to get to this championship. And yep. yeah, and who got jobbed are. through all the Bobby Cox years? I mean, give me a break. Some of those Braves teams, I, I can't even tell you the memories I have growing up. Those Braves teams, I mean, just fun baseball, good baseball, and just seemingly never catching the breaks pitch, they pitch, needed. Pitch, yeah, pitching staffs that best were. pitching staff of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that was the beginning of like elite pitching staffs, you know. Um, and, and, and it's, I mean, I know you could argue, you go back baseball purists can go back and say, yeah, you know, uh, what about the eighties and the Dodgers and all this stuff and the sixties and the Dodgers and yeah, I get the 27 Yankees. I get it all, but I'm just saying like in modern day, kind of heading toward today's problem, baseball, uh, the Braves don't deserve this. And all the things that we hate about the Falcons, we love about the Braves. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're the exact opposite thing. So not to tear it down. Cause I mean, Kahuna, like I, I get it. And I love, I love Brian to death. One of my best friends. I don't want to just sit here and murder his football team, but that's just truth. We're just talking stats and numbers and that's all it is. It's just yeah. numbers. But the, but his baseball team, he has every right to be super pumped about the Braves. Yep. yep. Falcons they, need to take notes. <laughs> they want to, they want to unveil a banner and they can't even, uh, right. <laughs> right. Not even, a, not even a chance to do that right now. So we'll see if, uh, can get things worked out but uh yeah true so so the falcons in the book it ended up turning into brave talk too so i mean that's like kahuna's gonna probably listen to this one like six times oh he he will not he probably won't even listen to the end like he got called out on the other day (laughs) oh when you guys talking braves probably never actually we just told you when we're talking or sorry falcons Falcons, yeah (laughs) I'm talking yeah. about it right now. Yeah, just, just okay. went over that. Yeah, it's all right. What else do we want to talk about, Big Kahuna? We could talk all sorts of stuff about him. Well, 
Did you know he tried out uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks? I did not know that. Yeah. Do you know what that position? He... What what position did he play? Oh, I want to make jokes here, but it's seriously going to be an outfielder, center fielder, left field, most likely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His wheels back then were undeniable. Um, his his speed and his quickness, his outfielding ability, his jump on the ball, seconds and none. His uh, personality. So pro baseball is not just about obviously the two things that you need you don't need talent and you don't need like all this stuff you need five tools right you need to be good looking you need to be a personality you need to be able to like you know woo in every part of the crowd right the young young fans to the older fans and and you know he tried out and he uh i'm gonna butcher the story but i'm just gonna tell the, the cliff notes he tried out and he made it through all the cuts and it was down to eyes or something and then uh, he had to move. He had uh, some stuff going on in his life and he had to move. And so he moved and his phone number and address and everything was changed. Oh, no. And so he never heard <laughs> anything from them again. And so you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. They could have been out there like, where is he? What's going on? And actually, I think maybe this might have been bef- right before he joined the Marines. So uh, that might have been part of the case. I'm not sure. But I'm just super proud of the fact that, you know, one of my buddies tried out for a professional baseball team. And uh, God knows we grew up playing so much ball together. Um, Could he hit the curve? uh, He couldn't hit my curve. I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We didn't throw a lot of junk. We threw knuckleballs and stuff when we were out screwing around. But, uh, you know, know, he probably could because he played well in, in high school. Um, I don't know if he played college ball or not. I want to say he did, but it would have been over in the Valley. So I don't remember, but yeah, uh, I'm sure he could hit the curve. You just got to hang back. I mean, really, if you can hit 95, you can hit anything. That's my, my thought. The curve ball, it's just a lot slower. It's like a beach ball at that point. If you're used to the cranked up, the cranked up 95. So yeah. Who knows? I don't know. know. That's uh, they, they say that separates the men from the boys, those that can hit the the curve curve and those that can't. Right. Everybody, everybody can hit the stuff that comes right down the middle. It's, it's the, it's the junk, uh, the the sliders and the curveballs that, that uh, separate the men from the boys. That's right. And there's a lot of junk in pro baseball, those pitchers. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of, I think that's kind of the thing. The pitchers have gotten so good that it's changed the game a lot, especially with all the specialists and stuff, you know, I I miss the times of I mean I know it's never really been like this I mean if you want to go back and you look at uh uh what's his name Johnson I'm forgetting but back in like the, the big unit yeah. no 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 way back way back oh, before Walter they had Johnson. the mound yeah Walter. thank you Walter Johnson oh, yeah. they wow, he allegedly <laughs> he allegedly okay according to um Ken Burns documentary baseball Walter Johnson struck out Ty Cobb with two strikes. Ty Cobb was like, hell no, I'm not dealing with that again and walked, right? He just left. He was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Walter Johnson was supposedly throwing like 107 off no mound, okay? Wow. So, I mean, those big country boys back then, who knows what we didn't see, you know? Well, yeah. Who knows what we missed, <laughs> you know, being being in that 90s generation of baseball, an 80s generation yeah. of baseball, you know? We missed uh, a lot of some of the well, super legendary stuff that was probably happening before the game got so revolutionized yeah a revolutionary good good stuff good stuff all right well you know what i'm gonna go to work you don't want to talk more baseball yeah yeah i do but i want to talk about baseball that's being played Uh, i want to talk about guys talking about baseball and 
hoping that's big play baseball. Well, I'm, uh, it's spring training time, man. We're supposed to be firing this thing up. And it's true, very you know. true. Yeah. And we should already know who's on what teams. Freeman should still man, a free agent. You, if they get this thing settled. You talk about a, a wild, a wild couple days we're going to have because you have a lot of free agents out there that need a landing spot, and they they're going to want to get going immediately. Yeah. As far as getting, <clears throat> sorry, getting practice games and and preseason games and all that in so they can get started. So uh, they will not be messing. In fact, there's probably a lot of deals that are already done or been done in the back rooms, um, you know, waiting for, waiting to announce them. So it should be fun. Should be fun. All right. Let's do it again on Tuesday. Do you have any hints for what team we're going to do tomorrow? AFC. Okay. That's a hint. Good. Steeler football. (laughs) <laughs> never know you never know. all right everybody have a great day uh, in, yeah let's get this week off to a good let's start. do it and uh for the fantasy blink i'm the commission he is quintus maximus and we are over and out see ya